Hello and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trisha and Susie. We're here to infect you with truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Yes. And I've added something new. You ready for the black glitter bomb? Ready. Oh, yeah, that's a glitter bomb if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I just wanted to play it one more time. That's yeah. all. Yeah. So that's our black glitter bomb because we may be doom and gloom sometimes, but we are still sparkling. Yes, we're sparkling through it. And black glitter can be beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're the ones I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just thought I would throw that little fun tidbit because this kind of is a doom and gloom episode part three. This is the end of our Joe Rogan experience with Dr. Malone. And these are like, you think that all the other things that we talked about are hard. For me, this is kind of like the hardest. Mm -hmm. I'm not speaking for you, Susie, but for me, I don't want to talk about these. So sometimes I'm going to throw in that black glitter bomb. Go music. for it, yeah. So I, why don't you just jump in on this? So towards the end, he goes into the idea of, or the proven, the theory that has been proven over history of mass formation. And they call it mass formation psychosis, but I did listen to another podcast with the uh, doctor who sort of made us all aware of this. And he doesn't like to use psychosis at the end because it is a clinical term. And it can, like, be, um, you don't want to create, like, a stigma. So he likes to refer to it as just mass formation. So, and it's interesting because uh, after this podcast and that term, it became, like, this Google search, um, what is it? What am I, like, just this whole crazy, like, influx into Google to search it. And you can see Google in real time (laughs) trying to control the narrative of it. (laughs) And it's interesting because if you, like, I have screenshots of, like, if you search it on Google, it'll, like, the first thing that, that they want to show you is this random guy who's trying to, like, debunk it. <laughs> That's the first thing Google wants you to see when it comes to yeah. mass formation. But then if you go to DuckDuckGo, it, it brings you to, like, an article that is, you know, describes it. So that's, you know, when we talked about that, I think it was in our intro. No, I think it was in a different episode we did. Uh, please try not to Google yeah. Or please be, keep in mind when you're Googling that they have a specific way they want you to they have take agenda, information. Yeah, propaganda. there is an, an agenda. So yeah. try, try Duck, other Duck, platforms like DuckDuckGo. Yeah, agree. But anyway, so there's a man, there's a doctor. He's in Europe. I think he's in like France or Belgium. I forget. His name's Matthias Desmott. And so his he he's claiming that a third of the population is basically being hypnotized by Fauci. And whatever the mainstream media, mainstream media tells to be truth. Um, he goes into, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to like take everything that was discussed and just put it into a paragraph. So if it seems like I'm jumping around, it's just, I'm trying to give you the bullet points of it, of the paragraph of like, I don't know, I, you know what I'm trying to do. So <laughs> he goes, he basically asks a question like, how did 1920s and 30s Germany, a highly educated society, go mad? And you know. Question. Why are they trying to erase history in our classrooms right now? Maybe so you don't go back and look at it, you know, because history is bound to repeat itself, as they say. Um, and his answer is mass psychosis. So basically, the people who become their leaders, they can offer a solution to their problem 
and say they can fix it. So what has just gone on over the past two years? We are told that we need to be completely fearful of this deadly virus. And we have this tiny tyrant standing in front of the podium saying, I offer the solution. And if you don't like science, you don't, you're basically, if you don't like me, then you don't like science. Like that's what he's telling us. So prime example of mass psychosis. And it's scary how many people are under it. Um, I observed a uh, in my face experience of it yesterday, which I will talk about because I do want to we do want to go into we do want to have a podcast episode that's dedicated to this because um, I did go and listen to another podcast where Dr. Malone interviews Matthias Desmott, Dr. Desmott, and um, even Dr. McCullough's on there. And he it's fascinating to hear him explain what mass formation is and how it works. And so I want to have another episode just yeah. about that. But it, so in this other podcast that Joe Rogan, that Joe Rogan did, um, he goes on and he says, you know, so how do we get out of it? Right. Cause I mean, we can talk to you about all these problems, but like, yes, we want to offer solutions. So he does have a solution. Um, and in a nutshell, he describes it as, you know, we need to recognize that there is a global totalitarianism situation going on here. It's bigger than this, than the virus. And we really need, as a society, to unite. We need to recreate our social bonds. We need to buy back into integrity and dignity and community. That's how you get out of it. It's, it's going to take an effort on everyone's, for everybody to get out of this. Because, I mean, it's just getting worse and worse. Um, although, I will say, you know, they make the point in the podcast that uh, he really thinks Joe Rogan because he has the largest... I don't think yeah. we said that at the beginning, but he has the largest podcast in the world. Yeah. So would this information have gotten out if he didn't go through what he went through? Probably not. But um, we were talking about this before we started recording that there's like a slide, sh- uh, there's a, um, a slide and it shows you his reach versus like CNN and it's like a diagonal. <laughs> like he has so much more reach than any of these mainstream media outlets would, they would, you know, it's just... It's a joke. And it so, really is. I'm just going to chime in. I Now, I might just be making up these numbers, but this is what I feel like I remember. It was it was like comparing apples to cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even apples and oranges. Yeah. It's like apples to cars because yeah. Joe Rogan was like 100 million, mm-hmm. and like the best CNN show had like, 1.8 million. Yeah. It was something that mind-blowing. And then there's all these other shows in the middle. But even from the number one spot, Joe Rogan, to the number two spot. Is a big. Was like, yeah. I'm making up numbers again, 20 million to 100 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was mind-blowing. So I yeah. just wanted to. Because I had sent my notes to a friend who um, doesn't have time to sit for three hours. And she, you know responded like we're doomed you know like (laughs) and I was like yes you know if you but but like after at the end of the show and after they talked about that um fact of his reach and his willingness to like ask these hard questions and have people on his show to try and like dialogue about this um that's hopeful because we have this whole side of our society that is controlled by mainstream media, big tech. Mm-hmm. And yet, here you are. Yeah. The largest 
you know, influential podcast is talking about it. So that brings me hope. That's where our hope needs to go. And that's what that we, you, you have to be able to see the good that is going on because truth will win. It always wins. This other podcast I listening to, like the cream rises to the top. This, so I, I do have hope overall, even though it's easy to get like discouraged (laughs) when you read things every day, but I mean, you can't, you can't deny it. It's getting out when, in one way or another. So yeah. And there's this, um, comedian, I can't remember his name, but he goes on a rant and he's like divide and conquer. I mean, it's the oldest trick in the book Mm -hmm. and we are falling for it. And I I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Mm -hmm. So it's not just one side because, and that's where I have to pull myself together and say, no, this, this is what they're wanting. They're wanting me to hate this person or no longer want to talk to this person because they have a different mindset in whatever or their fear. Like, no, that's when I should be praying extra hard for them. That's when I need to be more loving to that person. Like, oh, it's so frustrating. And what you said, you know, what did you say? Cream. Cream always rises to the top. Oh, yeah. So we're that cream and we're trying to bring you to the top. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, but that is that they do. So in that other interview I'm talking about where they he interviews that doctor himself, um, Dr. Desmond, he does say like it has to be nonviolent uprising like so and like you have to do it in a loving way. Like we have to interact as hard as it is sometimes, especially when the the opposite side doesn't operate (laughs) like that. But that's what they're going to thrive on. And so if you... Mm -hmm. If you go at it the way they go at it, then you're not going to get anywhere because that's what they want. They want that reaction. So, And, and I mean, we can just go right into the next bullet point, which is um, Joe Rogan himself starts talking about his own people, his friends. um, And, you know, because he's bold and he's saying, I'm not vaxxed. And how his friends, the pressure of getting him to take it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he <laughs> he uses some choice words, but, um, I mean, like, I wish I could say them. <laughs> right? Sometimes you just want to, oh, like, yeah. would be like, bleep, yeah. bleep. <laughs> but it's, um, it's the pressure, and I think we all feel that because we've experienced it. And, I mean... For me, I mean, it is barely scratching the surface. Like, it has not hit me deep and hard yet for the pressure of the vaccine. Because for me, I don't need it for my job. So far, I mean, I don't go out eating often. Uh, you know, it's it's not really affecting me. But I'll just kind of go on a little tangent right now where it hit my mom heart. <laughs> because... I have a son who's a junior in high school, and now is the time where we're getting all the emails for grad night and all the senior activities. Even though he's a junior, you know, you're still getting the emails, and it just hit me that he's a senior next year, and they're talking about grad night, and grad night typically in my day was at Disneyland, but for probably 10 plus years, the high school, almost said the name, the high school has gone to Universal Studios. And to my knowledge, in in like 
LA area, past LA. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Is it called Universal, the city? I don't even know what the city name is, but it's Hollywood or Holly, like know. Studio City area. Yeah. To my knowledge right now, I think you have to have a Vax passport, not even a COVID test will do to go to Universal. Um, and so when I saw the grad night tickets to Universal, my mom heart broke. Mm. And I'm just thinking, oh, this is, this is going to be a tough year next year for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows, because everyone's going crazy with this Omicron, head cold, they're going to put more restrictions on us. Chicago already closed down their schools, for God's sake. Yeah. And I'm thinking, he may need a vax to go to prom next year. Like, I, I just keep thinking, I'm not trying, like, doom and gloom message. <laughs> throw, throw, throw the, throw the glitter bomb. Let's throw <laughs> it in there. Sorry, I'm getting deep, guys. So, I just, I, I cry, I get upset. I mean, for those that are a parent, like, that's what's killing me right now. Like, the little, I know this is just skin deep. It's not even, I mean, it's prom and grad night. But I want to throw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's not right. And I'm getting, like, really pissed off. So I go from crying to being pissed off. Mm-hmm. And I know this is, like, skin deep. It's not like he's losing a job or people have lost businesses. I get that. I know. This is where it's starting to really affect me and my personal life. And Joe Rogan hit the head on the nail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he they kind of, it's at the end of like a conversation they have, but he's basically saying like, you're asking unvaccinated people, because Dr. Malone talks about all the risks like that you are susceptible to. If you take, and it's not, yes, it's not for sure, but it's the question, it's the thing you have to ask yourself. It could, if it, if it could happen to me, is this worth the risk? That's all we're trying to get people to start asking. And so he said, he's like, people who are asking the unvaccinated to be susceptible to a higher risk of adverse events in order to join their club. And it's like a, it's a complete baseline tribal mentality that's going on right now. Because if you think about the psychology of it, people who made this decision to do their part, and I am sure majority of the people did it in the goodness of their heart. I get it, you know, that you guys were trying to do your part. But um, you obviously, you know, not you, but like the people that are having a problem with people that aren't doing their part, you need to understand that that's coming from from your insecurity and what you did. And that more, the more people that you can get to do what you did validates your decision. It makes you feel better. It has nothing to do with keeping healthy. or Because if you just look at what's going on and you just look at the basics of what we're seeing, it's not doing anything. Nope. It, it may be re- reducing. Oh, that's my favorite thing is when people say, when you hear like people say, well, I got it, but you know, my doctor insured me that because I'm vaccinated, my symptoms were less. You don't know that. <laughs> How do you know that? That is, a, that is the dumbest thing you, that I hear people say right now. You don't know that. You cannot prove that scientifically no. any more than, you, than I could say that, the other way around. Yeah. So stop saying stupid stuff like that because you don't know that. And that's such like a propaganda yeah. statement. I, can't, I just, it 
drives me nuts because nobody can nobody can claim that scientifically with evidence. There's and there are so many re- reported people recording themselves in the hospital with severe il- illness, and then they're like, "Go get vaccinated." <laughs> so you know what I'm saying, like <laughs> the irony of it, you know. Like that's then there's me who's not and I'm at home living my life out not in the hospital <laughs> with my natural immunity like your natural immunity so yeah you know time will my whole response to people is time will tell we're we're only two years into this and if you think you are, have the ultimate answer already good for you but re- reality time will tell and I'm not taking you know I'm not gonna take those risks just so that you can feel more secure. Bitch, sorry, I should have said that. <laughs> sorry, but I just at this point I'm like, be secure in your decision of what you did, and let me be secure in mine. Because the more that yeah. you know, the, these Karens in society are making yeah. other people feel bad. That just shows how insecure you are. If you were secure about your decision and you actually know how immu- immunizations work, then you should have nothing to be afraid of because you are protected. Yeah, that's, that's my like. That's how a, are people not? That's a good point. If you got it, you should be like so happy. And feel so protected. Live your life. Do you do you? Like, and let me do me. You know, I just I I can't get. I'm that just. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, mom. I know, <laughs> I know you're gonna listen to this. I don't use those words usually. <laughs> Sometimes I just. <laughs> We're feisty yeah. today. No. So I'm telling you. Earlier, I wanted to say what Joe Rogan said. Yeah. In the podcast, but that's really bad. So I won't. Yeah. The tribalism needs to stop. It Shaming. Is, yeah. Let Shame. people make their own, let people think for themselves and be secure in what does ever decision you've made thus far yeah. and just live your life, please. Stop trying to make me live mine. I think that one of the funniest like uh, explanation or like another like way of thinking of it is like you get a cut on your hand, me wearing a Band-Aid is not going to make your cut heal any fat, like stop your something bleeding. like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the same level of logic that goes into these vaccines. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. The next, so he goes into, you know, how we said before, it's just insane how the people who are professionals putting out this information, asking these questions, are being censored by people who aren't. That's like the basis of what's happening at this point. It's, it's ridiculous. And then he also talks about vaccine passports. That's a whole nother show. Yeah. But <laughs> basically in a nutshell... They're, they are a pathway to a social credit system. Know that. I mean, yep. and there's proof of it. Look yep. at China. Mm-hmm. So when we, people mm-hmm. like us are raising awareness and like sounding the alarm of vaccine passports, it has nothing to do with that we don't, you know, this isn't about, it's, it's looking at like the big picture of it because you may be on the, on the side for it at this point, but like evil and agendas don't care. So at some point, it's going to come to your side yeah. of things. You're not going to agree with something yeah. at some point. Yeah. And you're going to, yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. There's always a bigger agenda and it's behind like, stuff like that. For our our children and our grandkids, and I mean, this is generational. Yeah. And this is why we need to fight. Yeah. Everyone loses. Yeah. Child, our children fight. especially. Yeah. yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. There's there's an old video Biden. I mean, it's pretty old because he looks p- kind of young, <laughs> and it's him talking, and 
he's giving a speech and he's talking about withdrawing from Afghanistan. And if you leave all the stuff there, he says this, if you leave all the stuff there, like equipment, right? That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. This is going to affect your grandkids and your great grandkids because they're coming after them. And look what he just did. What did this old douchebag just do? He left it. He freaking left it there. Yeah. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? So just like Afghanistan, they're going to come after us sooner or later. But this whole COVID nightmare is going to affect our kids Mm -hmm. for generations. This is, let's just go straight into the the last last bullet point. Mm -hmm. Because we're at the 20 minute mark. Yes. The Unity Project. So you you okay. you go ahead because I didn't watch the video okay. yet because I'm just gonna be truthful. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about this. I want to run from the subject, which is why we have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I want to put my hand head in the sand, like most people, mm-hmm. and I don't want to talk about it. It makes my stomach turn. I wanna throw up. I wanna punch a hole in the wall because of what they're doing to our kids. I mean, even the young adults, mm-hmm. they've screwed us. So go ahead. I'm, I'm done with so, my tangent. Yeah, the last, because um, Dr. Malone is on the board of the Unity Project. And like I, you know, we live in California and I have loved living here my whole life. And I've, al- I've always been like, you know, I live in California. I'm so lucky. But these last two years, I could, I could leave like tomorrow. And I know I have a situation where I could do that. I don't want to, but I mean, I'm also at a point where it's like, if any more of this goes on, then I'm out. Like my kids need to come first. I need to live somewhere where my (laughs) kids come first. So anyway, back to you. Wait, can I, I have breaking news right now. Okay. Because my phone is on silent, but I saw that the high school is calling me. Hmm. So it's, I'm reading it. So you know how it kind of messes up. Mm -hmm. Hi, this message is for the parent of Joshua LaChica. Oh, I just said the name. Who cares? I'm calling from blank high school. (laughs) I wanted to let you know that we do need him to be picked up. He has some exposure to COVID, so please pick him up as soon as possible. You can give us a call back. So now what? Now I'm pissed. Can you tell I'm like, I'm yelling. Mm -hmm. Is he going to have to quarantine? Probably. My kid is, oh my God, Susie, I'm shaking. I am so mad right now. So now is my son going to have to stay home for two weeks? I'm going to cry. I am so mad. As we are literally talking about the Unity Project. Yeah. Oh, I'm so mad. Sorry. No, don't. I am like freaking out right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, so that's, <laughs> no, that's what I just wanted oh to get God, to. So the Unity, so what I was going to say is the Unity Project is based in California. So props to, <laughs> our, yes, we, we do have people fighting here, yes. which is so hopeful. I mean, we're in California. We're, we're little people, I yeah. guess, in the fight. But if a bunch of little people get together, mm-hmm. as I'm going to that freaking board meeting tonight, oh yeah. my God, my voice won't be little. Yeah. But if a bunch of little people get together, we're not so little anymore. Sorry. No. You, yeah. you got the. Just said it, that the uni project is focused on kids. 
kids. And that's where, where our focus, we're parents. If you're a parent, please put your kid first, like in this, this, I know it's, you've been bombarded with information at every angle, but I do think there's an alarming amount of parents that I'm observing that are not really putting their kid first. I mean, not in my immediate community, which I'm so grateful for, but just out in, out and about, you know, seeing a child walk around with a mask outside is just, takes everything out of me not to yell at that kid, take your mask off. Like, I know. But anyway. Yeah. So he talks about a podcast that's on the Unity Project website that you need to listen to. I went and listened to it and it is, you, especially if you're a parent, grandparent, you need to listen to it. So he, he interviews a child psychologist and a, a, a pediatric physician who have been treating children over the last two years. And they discuss the psychological damage that not from the vaccine, from the lockdowns and the isolation that has caused an epidemic of suicides. By the way, I, I went to speak at my school board, Trisha and I both did, and I was trying to get information about um, what the number one death is in young people. And I know suicide's up there. And on the CDC website, when I went to look back in the fall of last year, it wasn't there. And I'm thinking to myself, why isn't it there? Is it just so large that they can't come to terms with if they put this information out? I mean, it's out there now. You can go look at it now, and it's alarming. It's so so scary how many kids have died of suicide. I mean, COVID is like a blip on the radar compared to what these children are actually dying from and how they are being affected long-term. So you need to go listen to that podcast. Um, but he basically like says, um, this, we have an ep- the true pandemic and epidemic is this, the m- amount of suicides, the development of our kids over the last two years, the social intelligence. He said, we are raising a generation of children that have to be blocked from their, that have been blocked from their ability of their brains to assimilate the necessary information to become functional citizens and parents. Do you need me to repeat that? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you're again, these children have been blocked, have been blocked from their ability of their brains to assimilate the necessary information to become functional citizens and parents. We are not doing our job. We are destroying them without a thought. And he says the damage is not is going to last for generations. It's not like, okay, our kids are going to be ruined, but the, the next ones are going to be fine. No, this is going to take a long time to fix. And we did that. And I, I tell myself, like, multiple times, we're all going to answer. We're going to have to answer to this. Whether you were fight, you know, or what, no matter what side you're on, at some point we were all complicit. complicit. Mm-hmm. It's hard to come to, to, like, admit that. But, I mean, we're all part of this. And we will answer to it at some point. And it's just, it's sad. But, I mean, that was, like, kind of how they ended. And so... Please go listen to that podcast on the Unity Project website. It's so vital for you to understand because no one has been talking about that for a long time. Like earlier on, I was like, why is nobody talking about Mm. the other effects that this is having on these kids? Mm -hmm. Because until you start talking about that, I can't take you seriously. I can't take your fear of COVID seriously if you aren't addressing everything else that's going on and how our kids are being affected. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so where are we at I don't know but I want to go punch a hole yeah. in the wall Trisha's gonna go punch a hole so. in the wall <laughs> and I'm gonna end this podcast <laughs> thank you for listening to the super spreader show 
with Trisha and Susie. And please go listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with Dr. Malone. It's still up there. And please continue to ask questions, continue to think critically, and let's get this turned around, people. All right? Until next time, bye. Bye.